Let's go. Episode 13 of the Winning Program Podcast. EJ here with Domino Art. Let's go. Domino Art. Run it back. And today we got a special guest, Jack Atkinson, the oh GOAT. Guy. Hey, what's, what's up, up, Jack? Nothing much. Yes, Excited to be on today's pod. We're happy to have you here. Thank you. Um, one extra thing about Jack is if you see the podcast logo. Let's go, GOAT. Jack made it. Jack made our cover art. It looks insane. Um, so we want to thank we, we want to thank him for that. Thank you, Jack. Yeah, I'm, yeah, no problem. We told him personally, but on uh, behalf of the Wing Program podcast, we'd like to thank Jack for making the that. Man, shut up, Dominic. You're making it sound so professional. Like, what the hell? No. <laughs> but yeah, actually, thank you for making the. Uh, I mean, yeah, we, we told you thank you already. I mean, it's dope. Yeah, yeah. It's lit. Yeah, I think I did a pretty good job. Before we start, Jack, I need you to kind of like identify some of your bias with our (laughs) listeners. All right, well, um, I'm a longtime Milwaukee Bucks fan. Dude, I'm the deer. Oh, yeah. You need need to fear the deer, bro. The deer has been slept on this season. All right. Just a little bit. All right, so he's a Giannis stan. That's all we need to know. He likes the yeah. Bucks. I mean, Giannis is my goat. <laughs> <laughs> he said Giannis is my goat. Dude, arguably goat last year. I mean, hey, they won the finals last year. Man, shut up. Okay, I'm being real. Right. They beat my <laughs> big sons, and he played like a beast. He won the finals MVP. So I give I give Giannis the credit. He's a beast. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> in today's in today's episode, um, we're gonna open it talking about the Golden State Warriors, how good they've been to open the season, um, and we'll get going from there. But I think we should start. Dom, how's your MVP? With Dub Nation, we know how it's kicking with Dub Nation. My MVP pick, as you guys know, Steph Curry, point guard. Dude, he's been. Yard, I mean, the numbers explain for themselves. He's been tearing it up this season. And best player in the league. Yeah, and yeah, best player in the league. And even without Steph, you saw they beat the Pistons by three without Steph. Or okay, why would you even put that in there, dude? I'm just saying, <laughs> the, Pistons. <laughs> the Pistons. The Pistons. <laughs> it's because I'm trying to say that they have ballers other than Steph on the team. But yeah, oh, yeah. Nah, you were, you were like good. You were good on. until you said the Pistons. I I also mentioned this game because my MIP pick, Jordan Poole, thirty two points. Okay. Flames. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah it steps um, out, bro. They can still shoot even with Andrew Wiggins and uh, Jordan Poole. But yeah, they've lost twice. You see Curry going off against the Nets too. Putting up just ridiculous numbers. And, you know, Golden State is has been just great this year. I mean, like, they – every person on the roster fits their team. It's crazy. Like, Gary Payton the second, like – Oh, yeah. He's doing he's doing great. How and he hasn't – he, he dunks. He hasn't been much up till this point, and he just fits that Warriors <laughs> offense just perfectly. I really like the point that you brought up, the fact that all these players fit. 
because I think that's the most important thing for this Warriors team. Because um, if you go back to last year, um, I'd argue that their roster composition last season was more talented. But when you have a team like Golden State that has this certain defensive identity, the motion offense, and all that stuff, you need players that really fit and buy into that system. And while they may have t- taken like a slight hit in the um, talent department, the way the team is constructed this year just fits the system perfectly. Like it's great. Yeah, and they've they've really figured out their defense. I mean, Draymond is playing amazing defense this year. Still the best um, defensive leader in the NBA. Oh yeah, it's just he's doing great. Um, um, yeah, I mean like. Wiggins has been great this year. I mean, that's crazy to say, but Andrew Wiggins. He's been doing he's been doing good this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just, he's a baller. Everything's clicking uh with Golden State. Yeah, and they don't have and they don't have Clay Thompson and James Wiseman, like two stars. Yeah, two-star I mean players. like uh, once Clay comes back, man. Dude, they'll have the Splash Bros back with uh with, you know, other shooters like Jordan Poole, who's on the rise. Yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, yeah, and looking at all of this, it really begs the question, when they get back to full health, which they will be in hopefully about a month, is this the best team in the West or in the NBA? Yeah, I honestly can't really see at the moment how the West is looking. I know the little Lakers are injured and stuff, but I honestly think the Warriors are the clear favorite right now. Like they might have some mid-season woes upcoming, like in like thirty, twenty games. But slumps, yeah, yeah. And um, as long as Steph is playing at this crazy ass level, I mean, (laughs) I mean, he is MVP pick. Insane, yeah. The dude's playing almost as well, if not better, than he did in his um, unanimous MVP season. Like, it's scary. Yeah, it just... Uh, he's on another level, seriously. Like, there's MVP picks and stuff. There's a large gap between him and the second guy. Like... Kevin Durant could be. Could be Kevin yeah. Durant. Yeah. KD, yeah. Yeah, we got some other he, was like an, he was an early season MVP, and dude, he's still a you know qualified candidate. Y'all seen Kevin Durant's shot chart? You saw that graphic going around last year. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, dude is insane. No, no, not <laughs> just like his shot chart the whole season. I don't know if I could find it again. It he would he knows his hot zones. He he um. Barely oh, shoots in the corners. Zone. Dude, he's a mastermind. He takes apart. <laughs> he the just scores everywhere. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's, everything is like fifty to seventy percent. It's just dumb. Yeah, except it's, except the Warriors game where they went up against the Warriors that they got shut down. Yeah, there was a lot of good defense from the Warriors. Great rotations by Draymond Green. Um, but yeah, Kevin Durant is also an ultra efficient scorer, and I mean, it's just so cool to watch. But going back to Steph Curry, I know we were talking about how he's playing out of his mind this year. Yes, um, his unanimous MVP season was five years ago. And to say that he's only gotten better since that, and he's like, what, 32, 33? How long is this man realistically playing at this level? I think 
he's got another, I'd say, honestly, like maybe four years of this because that shooting isn't going to go away. The only yeah. thing that's going to go away is probably his stamina. I mean, dude runs probably 15 miles a game. Yeah, that's that no. age. He'll definitely lose. He'll lose some game, but you'll see. Yeah. Him. You'll see him in a few years. He'll still be balling, doing Steph Curry things. I mean, I swear this dude could play until he's 45 if he wanted to, just because his shoot. Like, think about Ray Allen. You know, after the Celtics days, he was pretty much gone as a player, but because of his shooting, you know, he was so useful for Miami and any mm-hmm. team he wanted to go to. And like Seth Curry would be that, but on steroids, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I could see if he continues this just greatness, he could be the best point guard ever, in my opinion. Cool, like, cool. Over the, over crazy. The over Magic, if he can keeps us up for another yeah. four, three or four seasons, I'm serious. Like, yeah. I, I can see how that would be a valid statement. Because, I mean, he's just that I, offensive threat. I see where you're coming from. But when I think about Showtime, man, um, the finals MVPs, um, With MJ I mean, I, I find it hard for Steph to pass Magic because, like, when I think about, like, my all-time list, I have Magic in my top five. Curry's not top ten. He's in, like, that 11 to 15 range. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he makes such a big jump, especially when there are other players playing right now, like Kevin Durant and Giannis that could argue to be better than him already, stuff like that. So it's real interesting to think about that. Well, I mean, just think about how much he's scoring and at such a just big volume. I mean, mm-hmm. he's what? He, how close is he to getting all-time three-pointers like number one. Oh, he already passed Ray Allen. Did you pass? Yeah, he already passed Ray Allen, I thought. Yeah, I, no, like, I think he I think he passed regular uh, he passed season Ray, and playoffs. Yeah, and playoffs. Yeah. Uh, but not like regular season. There's no way. Curry has to be number one all-time. But, hey, but shout out Chris Middleton for passing Ray Allen the other night. Just saying. For all-time for three-pointers. Bucks. For the Bucks. Oh, really? Oh. Chris Milton passed him? Yeah. Cash money. Cash money, Chris, man. <clears throat> yeah, we definitely saw cash money, you know, in the finals last year. Oh, yeah. I love me some cash money, Chris. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> we did see, we're sitting here talking about Steph Curry. Um, I assume that right now he's probably all of our picks as the best player in basketball currently. Um, But another player that is definitely in that conversation that I feel doesn't get enough recognition is Nikola Jokic Mm -hmm. and what he does for the Denver Nuggets. Like the dude is insane. And I could even argue that he is one, he is one of, if not the best offensive center of all time. Obviously that's a can of worms, but Jokic is insane. It could be a can of worms, but that's why you know he won MVP last season, point center. He he is playing at if like the same, if not better than his last season. I mean, like, I, what doesn't he have the highest P, PER of all time right now? 
he has 36.68. Yeah, just insane. Like, I mean, he, he is carrying that Nuggets team oh, yeah. to be in the playoffs. It's just he is, like, the only person out there sometimes it feels like. I mean. No, he really is. Like, think like, about it. Michael Porter Jr. was supposed to be the second star. The dude's an absolute bomb this season. And then who's his next best player? You know, Monty Oh, Jamal Morris. Murray's out, so. Yeah, Aaron yeah. Gordon. I think Aaron Gordon. Second best Aaron, Gordon. Aaron Gordon. Um, yeah, he's Hasn't been. Much. He's, a, he's like in. He as like him. on paper, he's very good with Jokic, like paired up with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, mean, I think that whole team besides Jokic is pretty average. This season. Yeah, like I mean, Jokic, Jokic subs out. Jokic subs out, and they just go down by double digits. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, their coach yeah right now he's at he's yeah he's at twenty six points per game, fourteen rebounds, and six assists right now. Like, I don't know who else is putting up those type of numbers, man. Come on now. Yeah, it's just Jokic is on another level. Same with, I think all the top five players this year are just on another another level this season. I mean, they're all just amazing. Who are your top five players? Like that's a uh, well, that's a really hard question. I think, I guess but based on this year, I can give you my list. All right, you go first, Dominic. Easy. All right, so you got obviously you got Steph Curry. I'm throwing Giannis in there. Okay. I'm throwing DeMar DeRozan in there. Is this any any particular order? Or? No, this is no particular order. Jimmy Butler. Oh, there's one. There's one guy I'm forgetting. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. And those are mine. Okay. I leave Jokic out. Uh, I, no. I disagree so much. No, no, no. Okay, well, here's my five. No particular order. <laughs> Here's mine. Here's mine. Uh, Steph, Giannis, yeah, Jokic, yeah. Paul George. Oh, I see oh. Paul George. It's tough. And uh, have I said Jokic? Jokic. Yeah, you have said Jokic. And that was that. Is that five or four? Yeah, four. And then and then KD. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. All your lists are great. Um. I think my list is. Jack and I have the same list. Um, I would, I could always make the argument um, about LeBron James being in there instead of Paul George in that top five because we've all seen what he's capable of when he's healthy. Um, his jump shot's been incredible this year. Um, he's just not been bad defensively, still an all-time elite passer, but obviously hasn't been healthy as long as anyone else on the list. So. I think Paul George at number five is pretty suiting. Yeah, I think Paul George is um, doing amazing this year. I mean, that Clippers team really wouldn't be anything without Paul George. I mean, they don't really have a secondary scorer. No, bro. Have you seen Marcus Morris? That dude is an absolute bum. No, I'm giving you. No, shut up. I'm bringing you his numbers right now. Nine and a half points per game, half a rebound per game, and this man is playing minutes at the center. Half a rebound per game, 
half an assist per game. Be going small ball. This dude is averaging, no, this dude is shooting 39% from the field, 27% from three. Like, <laughs> what is he doing, man? And I guess what? His PR is like, what the heck? It's like 6.8. Like, this dude's a bum. I don't like him. Yeah, I mean, who else on the Clippers besides, like, Kawhi would be there? Reggie Jackson, I don't know. Uh, he, he he showed flashes against the Phoenix last year, but you know Phoenix came out. Did We're talking really about big. this year. We talking about this year, man. I mean, I really don't know. I mean, they got Bledsoe. Uh, I mean, Bledsoe. <laughs> Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> no, Eric Bledsoe sucks, bro. You don't even have to guard him. You can leave him wide open on the perimeter. Every time he has a screen, you just go under the screen. We don't care about Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, I, I don't care about Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> of course you don't. <laughs> Dude, the Cliffs, yeah, they have a 9-7 record without Kawhi. I mean, if they can keep, you know, trying to like, win more games and with hopefully Kawhi coming back really soon. I think also, he's... Why is Serge Ibaka in the G League? Um, I think he's coming back from an injury or something and he's just... Getting back in the shape. I have no clue. Who's the second center on this Clippers team? Why are you not bringing Suji Bakke back? The dude is a beast. Yeah. His work with the Raps and Kawhi. Don't don't remind me of that, please. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 2019 Eastern Conference Finals. The Milwaukee Bucks went up 2-0. You got to give credit to the Raps. And And then Kawhi Leonard said, I will guard Giannis. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Zone and, yep, it was over. I'm pretty sure Eric Bledsoe shot like 10% from three <laughs> in that series. <laughs> I don't actually have the stats, but. Yeah. And we need to make an Eric Bledsoe Mickey Mouse name for the <laughs> bubble and for 2019. Um, Just nothing because he's a bum. He doesn't. <laughs> I mean. I can't really think of anything. I feel, yeah. It doesn't really matter. But yeah, um, as you were saying, Jack, the top five players in the league, regardless of who those really are, I think you can put up to 10 players in that spectrum. But there are just a handful of players right now that are playing so well. And obviously, we're only through about, what, 15 to 18 games right now for every team. So we haven't seen a lot of teams at full health like the Milwaukee Bucks and the Los Angeles Lakers. But um, right now we have a really good idea of who's starting the season off well. Yeah, you know, I think I this year the league's talent is just so – there's a lot of talent on every team. I mean, yeah. there's not a single team that doesn't have a good player on it. Like, Hold up, let's – no, no, we got to think about this. Nah. Mm. I, I, I nah. think, yeah, there's talent in every team. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. I mean, even the Magic, Cole Anthony is doing his thing. Um, Mo Bamba. They have Mo Bamba. <laughs> Mo Bamba. Um, <laughs> Wendell Carter Jr. Uh, nah, they got to be some bold team right now. Them, I, I honestly keep uh, no, they have to trade or something. They have four point guards. Like they already Four um, or five. They already extended Wendell Carter Jr., which means that Mo Bamba might be out of the 
but then they've been playing them at the same time, like two centers on the court in 2021, kind of. Yeah, um, they have some roster changes to make. I mean, what, they have Cole Anthony, Markel Fultz. RJ um, Or no. RJ Hamm. No, he's on the... Yeah, Nuggets, I think. Nuggets, yeah. And um, they said Jalen Suggs. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got a lot to figure out down there. Nope. Yep. But, yeah, you're right. I'm looking through the league standings. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. isn't he injured still? Yeah, he's still injured. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I'm looking through the league standings right now. Yeah, there's no team that I can say has no talent without me just sounding like a hater right now. Yeah. <laughs> but saying? one team. Oh, what are you saying? No, what'd you say, man? Go. No, you go. go. I'm not going. Oh, I was going to talk about the Phoenix Suns now, man. That's Dude. your team, right? Yes, Take it away. <laughs> Dude, you already 11-game win streak, you know, largest win streak now in the NBA. Dude, I think... They started off 1-3, and three, now they're 12-3. and three. How you feel? Yeah, starting off 1-3. and three. I'm, I'm feeling great about this team, you know. You, you're seeing Chris Paul, you know, Devin Booker. DA coming back from injury. It's just they just come together and team wins. Although there's some there's some gritty wins, especially with the T Wolves. But mm-hmm. they, they still got business done. Even with poor shooting days from Chris Paul, like especially against the Mavs, uh, the first game against the Mavs, he they still find a way to win. More shooters like coming in this coming to the picture now with Mikael Bridges. You know you see him have good games. You see Jay Crowder. Like have, have how, how do you feel about the um how do you feel about the addition of JaVale McGee? Yeah, especially when DA was out, JaVale definitely, you know, took the starting center spot. He's definitely showing some good flashes. See you've seen some good dunks, blocks. He's putting he puts together a good defensive effort. He's definitely a good pickup for a backup center. Because that's what the Suns lacked last year. Too bad you didn't have a backup center in the finals. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I mean, yeah, all I'm saying nice. is this year's Suns, you know, just makes last year's Bucks look even better. Just saying. Oh, man. We got to get you and your Bucks talk out of here. Nah. Dude, they lost no. the steam when the Suns went up in the finals to zip. I don't, they lost the steam. Yeah, because y'all had to go small ball. Suns and four. <laughs> You know the series. The series doesn't start till uh, Milwaukee has a home game. Sorry. Blah 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 blah. Next for the one in four. Um, but yeah, the Suns are looking great. Um, obviously, one fear that a lot of people had this year is um, obviously we don't know how good Chris Paul is, but when you get to a certain age, there's always a fear that you could potentially fall off a cliff oh, yeah, unexpectedly. But he hasn't done that yet, and he's looking great leading the league in steals and assists. Yeah, he's averaging oh like – he's averaging a double-double with uh, points and assists, I think. Yeah, I'm going to pull it up for you. Don't worry. I mean – Yeah, the Suns have been in a roll. I mean, um, they might have had a couple easy games here and there, but – Like the Mavs back-to-back without Luka, Yeah. But, I mean, 11-game win streak is a hard thing to do. It's very impressive. Yeah, Chris Paul's at 14 and 11, 14 points per game, 11 assists, basically. Some Steve Nash type of numbers. But he's better than Steve Nash. <laughs> he passed someone in assists. Uh, 
Uh, Steve Nash. Yeah, he's been Steve Nash. Yeah, it didn't click to me. But yeah, you've seen the impact he's been making on Phoenix. Like, ever since we got him, it's been winning success. That's what Chris Paul brings to pretty much everything he's been to. Like OKC, that's a good example, too. Yeah, I mean, the veteran leadership is um, a pretty underrated thing and team like building, I guess. Like, the Suns, they have Devin Booker, all this talent, and then, you know, they got Chris Paul, and they just really elevated that team. Like, someone after a tough loss to go, you know what? That's fine. We got next game, something like that. Just a leader um, that really helps all the other players is great. I think with that leadership extended on into this season, it's. I think it's going to be good things for Phoenix. Finishing high in the West, we're, we're finishing top one of the top tiers in the West, top seeds. I think. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with that at all. But um, so far we've been talking about the positives of this season. You know, we've been at these good teams and everything. But um, there have been some struggles with a lot of big teams. Um, let's start. Let's start with the reigning champions, the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, Jack, what's going on? What's your record? You know, let's click. We are five hundred right now. We are eight and eight. Okay. Um, Not losing. You had know, a big win versus the Lakers earlier. Yeah, that was a great game. Uh, Giannis, you know, forty-seven points. That was great. But you know, um, before that. <laughs> Or it might have been uh, higher now, but before that Lakers game, the Bucks only um, had Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and Giannis. They only played like two or three games together because you know uh, Chris got COVID, Drew Holiday's ankles messed up, and Brooke you know Brook Lopez. Brook Lopez has played one game this season. Was that opening night? Yeah, it was opening night. Yeah. And he, you know, he's a very he's super important to our team. I mean, What's he's really No, I mean, he's like one of the only no, I know. Besides Giannis, he's really the only one that could really run the center. Mhm. I mean, Portis Bobby Portis can, Bobby Portis can, but I think I like him more as a four next to Giannis. Mhm. At Giannis, Giannis at 5. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, the Bucks. I mean, are missing. yeah, you guys have been. Oh, my bad. The Bucks are missing. They're missing Dante DiVincenzo. Yeah, I was say, they're missing Dante DiVincenzo. Um, we are missing. Uh, uh George Hill might be injured. I don't remember. It don't matter who you're missing. All we need to know is that your team is down bad with the injuries right now because you guys are literally giving semi Ojale minutes. Yeah, I'm like. I think, you know, this season, our uh, wings have been great. I just, after Dante gets back and Brooke gets back, I don't really see Semi getting minutes unless he is just in for defense. I mean, so just a big body. I mean, oh. he's been pretty atrocious. <laughs> I mean, he, he's had one good game. He's a bomb. And, <laughs> and another addition to the Bucks, I mean Rodney Hood, he hasn't been great either. So, <laughs> oh, I remember Rodney Hood. 
And yeah. Grayson Allen, oh my God. <laughs> oh, no. We this we got ball. him. We got him for a bag of chips, <laughs> and like I think it was a second and Sam Merrill, and which I don't. Yeah, I mean, like he's averaging. Let's see. Um, well, while I'm looking, so he's just been great. I mean, oh, he's been shooting really well. He's been shooting well. He's had amazing games. I mean, he's he's averaging 15 on um, f- 42% from three. Um, 43%. On, on, on eight, if you on eight uh, three, threes attempted a game. I mean, like... He's, he's attempting been, eight a game? That's yeah. Good. I mean, he, he's been great. He really... Yeah, he has clutch shots. No. We've already extended him. <laughs> yeah, we don't want him. I'm assuming he's filling in for uh, DiVincenzo. I, th- I think he's doing good. No, he's starting now. This Dante's coming off the bench, man. Are you serious? Has he really been that good? Because Dante yeah. is a beast. Da- okay, Dante has more defense, but yeah. offensively, he's yeah, that's what at I'm least this season he hasn't been close to Grayson. Grayson um, has been really good for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, obviously we know how good the Bucks can be when they're healthy. So we'll just be waiting for that, and I'm sure that their record will change for the better. Yeah, I, really I, I think we're gonna pick up yeah. pretty fast. Um, once because our big three is now playing together. I mean, we should win most of our games. Probably. The reigning champs. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll win the games. Dude, but the Wizards yeah. are going off. Dude, they can pose a threat in the East. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, what's up with Montrezl Harrell, EJ? I mean, he's balling. <laughs> he's just he leaves the Lakers. He leaves the Lakers, and he made Schroeder look silly. You saw one play. Yeah, um, I think it's all about just being a player and getting to a team that fits your needs. You know, um, Montrezl Harrell was pretty good in LA for the Clippers in what they needed to do in their culture there. Um, but when he came to the Lakers, you know, being an undersized center that couldn't shoot, that really just didn't fit well with LeBron and Anthony Davis at the time. But now you have this Wizards team with a bunch of average to good players that just fit perfectly around Bradley Beal. And um, it just looks so nice to watch. So much energy. 10-5. and five. Yeah, and Kuz. <laughs> Kuz, KCP, Montrez, I mean. Kuz must improve his shooting. Um, it's really games. nice to see. Balls out games? Yeah. yeah. The one thing about the Wizards that, that surprised me is their defensive strategy. You know, because we're in the day of the NBA where it's all about shooting threes. But the Wizards are, like, real big on protecting the paint, right? Like, they'll literally have all five of their dudes around the paint when um, there's a dribble drive penetration. And whenever that happens, they're literally baiting you to pass it to the open three-point shooter. And then they literally just sprint that. That's why Kuz sprint crazy. They spend, like, crazy out for a contest. And, I mean, it's not supposed to be sustainable for an 82-game season. But, goddamn, they're making it look good right now. And you know they don't even have Rory Hachimura. Um, yeah, I mean he's been. I think his mental health. I think. Oh. 
He's just been taking a break this season. Um, they don't even have him, so they're going to be really good when he comes back. Cause that's a solid like fourteen points right there, fifteen points. Yeah, the Wizards when they made that trade with the Lakers, that was honestly a steal for the Wizards. They got a, I mean, they got some good players. They got they got mm-hmm. Harold's balling right now. They got Goose's balling with Bradley. Mm-hmm. I would disagree. Yeah, um, it's definitely a shock. It's definitely a shock how they're playing right now, but. Hey, but again, we haven't played twenty games yet this year. Um, I don't think I don't think that the Wizards took a win in that trade because they traded away um, a top an unar. It's unarguable that he's a top ten point guard of all time in Russell Westbrook to the Lakers, and um, we'll just have to wait to see how he fits with this Lakers team. Um, obviously, right now the Lakers, I believe, are eight and nine. Um, but there's no need to worry. The 2011 Heat were nine and eight throughout their first 17 or something like that. Okay. So, um, not worried yet. But man, the Lakers suck. <laughs> Jackson, Jackson heard me compla- complain about this for like the past three weeks now. The Lakers are bad. Yeah, oh, I mean, man. they can't beat the Thunder. It's a kryptonite. Oh man, we lost to the Thunder twice. Well, Josh Giddy is just a. No, he's shut up. Coming to magic uh, he's okay, actually, so he's a good uh, rookie. He's he's a sleeper for. He's rookie. been doing great. So um, obviously um, coming into this season, you know, the Lakers upgraded the team, quote unquote, and everyone was very happy to see the way that they were going to play out and hopefully build on to their championship back in twenty twenty. Um, when you go back to twenty twenty, one of their strengths there was their defense. They were 2020 and 2021, I believe, both years they were both the number one ranked defense in the NBA for the regular season. So they used that as their um, platform because when you got LeBron and Anthony Davis, you're going to score, am I right? No. <laughs> okay, Jack, shut up. <laughs> you, can, you can leave. Definitely. No, but when you have those two players, you're going to score. So it's about playing defense and when you have an insane defender as Anthony Davis, that makes it easy. But um this season they can't play defense to save their lives. And obviously it's a new team, blah blah blah. You gotta incorporate all these new players. But is it really that hard to have a like have principles and pick and roll defense and execute those every time or have effort defending in transition or have effort fighting over screens or making good rotations. I don't think those are too hard, but the Lakers obviously can't do that, and that's why they're losing. Yeah, I mean, Anthony Davis is an amazing defender, but he just needs to try more. I mean, he he just... Giannis dropped 47 on... Exactly. Like, he he is so injury-prone. Like, it's insane. Like, I I feel like he falls down every time he uh, drives to the basket or tries to contest a dunk or something. I mean, it's just he needs to get a better uh, trainer or something. I don't know. He's LeBron's trainer, man. 
Yeah, he needs he needs LeBron's longevity, bro. I mean, I mean, I put the game back on. Um, what day was it? Was it Wednesday night when the Lakers played the uh, the Bucks? It was um, it was a Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, I said Anthony Davis just went into a matchup with the reigning Finals MVP and, and got forty seven dropped on his head. Oh, what are you doing, man? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I mean. He he did, oh, I mean, okay that game. I mean, he didn't really settle that much, but he I don't think he shot a lot. Um, he he no. definitely was not aggressive at all. Um, he just didn't want the challenge, it seemed like. And yeah. When you're top five to seven player in the league, you gotta be able to show up in those matchups with other players in your position that many people believe are better than you, right? Because obviously everyone wants to be the best in their position, I'd hope. Um, but he showed no desire for that and got ran through. Literally. Giannis was just dunking for fun. And then walking into three pointers, which is kind of scary, but Yeah, he this this week he's been shooting really well, Giannis. Like um, the team back. Yeah, I mean, he's just single-handedly just carrying our team right now. Yeah. Um, Especially the dudes out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Anthony Davis needs to hire, like, a motivational speaker. <laughs> you know what? No, no, no. Listen to this one, right? I will <laughs> listen to this one. So I was on, like, Twitter yesterday, right? And I saw this video. It said Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook need to change mindsets. <laughs> okay, and hear me out. It's literally what you were just saying, right? Because um, Russell Westbrook has an alpha dog mentality. Um, he's going to take this shot. He believes he's the best player on the court at all times, even even though sometimes, most of the times, he isn't. But he has that drive, that passion to work hard and go at 100% all the time. And then, you know, Anthony Davis kind of laid back. Sometimes he doesn't play as good as he actually is. And he's very passive, as Jack was saying. And everyone's like, imagine if they switch mindsets. Like, Anthony Davis would become an absolute beast. Because he'd be attacking like he was Giannis. And then Westbrook would be more efficient because he wouldn't be chucking up all these mid-range jump shots <laughs> three seconds into the shot clock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I think really the difference between Giannis and AD is just, like, Giannis will go 110% every play. Yeah, effort. Like, we were playing the Thunder uh, yesterday or the day before. I don't remember. And Oh, no, he's going to talk about the block. And, no, okay. Would any other player put their body on the line for that against the Thunder? The Thunder? No. 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 You saw the He go one hundred ten percent every play, every moment. It just it's insane. Yeah. And Anthony Davis just doesn't. The only time I've ever seen Anthony Davis give that consistent effort was in the bubble. And when he was in the NBA bubble, dude, that man looked like a, a top three player in the NBA. Like, yeah. he looked better than 
almost everyone out there and almost had a chance winning the finals MVP. Since since the bubble, he just hasn't uh, been the same. It's like he lost motivation, could yeah. Be, could be his probably injuries. It's, he, won, he won his first championship and said, okay, thanks, LeBron. Now I don't got to help you anymore. Yeah, it's like it's like all of his drive went away when he won the championship. Like, I mean, it's definitely, you know, still there, but I feel like he got, he's, he was relaxed. He's relaxed because he won a ring. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah. And he still has like talent on the team with like LeBron, you know, Westbrook. Yeah. I mean, they can easily win it this year, but if he's playing so lax and just not up to his full potential like he is right now. Um, I don't think they will win. Yeah, Giannis, yeah, 110%, because I remember he blocked that shot on uh, DA at the rim last year. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, what did that, I think. And Giannis, to go up there and block, he puts in full effort. So, yeah, I think definitely better the better defensive player. Yeah, I mean, um, you, who, who do you think is going to win defensive player of the year this year? I mean, when I opened up the season, man, I was thinking Anthony Davis. I thought this was going to yeah. be his revenge tour, you know. But um, right now, I think that um, I might go safe and go Rudy Gobert, you know. Utah Jazz are creeping back up there. Um, we'll have to see how the Warriors continue their season with their record. But the Utah Jazz are only about three games behind. And um, I could see them being the number one seed. And with that, Rudy Gobert as a defensive player of the year is pretty pretty safe yeah yeah well i have um probably bam i mean yeah bam has been great um he can really guard anyone one through five um except lebron lebron was was cooking him on those switches in the 2020 yeah his perimeter defense is is good i mean yes uh, he's really that anchor on that Heat team, and that Heat team is stacked defensively. I mean, seriously. I mean, Kyle Ra- Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, PJ Tucker, PJ Tucker. He's a good team. Yeah, I, the Heat. As much as I hate the Heat, um, yeah. you know they could they could win this season, win it all. I mean, they're great. I mean, Kyle Ra- Kyle Lowry is. Um, an amazing point guard. He won't show up in the box score, but his effect on that team is just yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. But yep, I mean, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot. You know, um, you know, we started talking on the Warriors, Nikola Jokic, the Phoenix Suns. Talked a little about about Kevin Durant. Um, then we got into the struggles of you know the Bucks and the Lakers. Um, I think it's really important that at this point in the season, well, us as fans, we have our bias. We don't overreact yet, you know. It's only 20 games in about. Just got to take a deep breath in, relax, you know. Yeah, we'll see how the season plays out, you know. Um, I think I said Luka for MVP, and, like, the Mavs aren't doing that hot yet. But um, They've been, they've been okay. They're, okay. they're the fourth seed right now. Yeah, but they do have the worst coach in the NBA. But anyways, we can talk. About, we can talk about that later. We can talk about that That's later. Slander. All right. 
Hey, but before before you continue, Christoph Porzengis is playing really good this year. Boom. He should have done that in the playoffs. Man. God. Look, oh, he's he's blocking shots. He's playing. He's going to the paint. He's being aggressive. He's been. He finally stopped taking all those stupid mid-range turnarounds. Yo, crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, the Mavs, Mavs are good, but you know, Jason Kidd sucks. Worst coach in the NBA. Yeah, he's, he's just not that good at all. Yeah, I would be a better coach. I just implement my um my two K playbook, and we'd win. <laughs> Just put that in the Mavericks uh, coaching, coaching book. In the yeah, send send a send him a quick email, EJ. I got you. Here's my here's my here's my two K uh, playbook. Fast, and I'll be like, when Porzingis comes off the court, don't bring on another center. Bring on like um, bring on Finney Smith at the five. Run a two three zone, switch everything. We don't care about rebounding. Dude, they can no, run Oh Jalen Brunson's a beast. <laughs> I like him a lot. But yeah, um, with that, I think we've had a lot of fun here with episode 13. Um, Definitely some hot takes. Let's go. We just want to thank Jack again for coming on. Thank you, Jack. Yeah, second guest. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, I look forward to coming on more shows. This is, this uh, we'll, is get, we'll, we'll get you on after the Milwaukee Bucks get eliminated. In the first round by the Miami Heat. Just kidding. That won't happen. I don't think the standings will play out like that. Who knows? And we'll see Phoenix make a make another historic run, hopefully. Nah, I would just see LeBron win his fifth ring. <laughs> All right, man. But with that, thank you for listening. And we're done with episode one. Let's go. Three.